Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Conflict intimacy is when we become confrontational as opposed to connecting with another person, most likely your romantic partner. So let me give you an example of that. As opposed to saying, Hey, I miss you. I would like to spend some time with you this weekend. One might say, what have you been doing all day? Why haven't I heard from you? You never spend any time with me. And those statements indicate a bid for connection. It doesn't sound like it, but they indicate a bid for connection because there's something below that layer, right? And so from attachment theories perspective or from emotionally focused therapy, we have primary emotions and we have secondary emotions. The secondary emotions are going to be your anger, your um, despair, frustration, all things like that. But underneath, underlying those emotions is what the core of the issue is, which typically has to do with the four fears, right? Abandonment, rejection, or judgment, failure, or not being, you know, enough. And those all have to do with wanting or having a need that you want met, right? So if abandonment is your primary fear and you don't feel like you're getting enough time with your partner, then you might text them and say something like, oh, well, I haven't heard from you all day. Are you mad at me? Right? And so what we do is we begin to kind of try to check how our partner will respond or we'll try to communicate that we have a need to our partner, but not in a vulnerable way because it's much more vulnerable to say, you know, I'm feeling kind of insecure and I would really like for us to be able to you know, sit down and talk about that. It's much easier to say, you know what? You obviously, you obviously like treating me this way. Or um, it seems like you always want to hang out with your friends, right? And those things are just communicating something else that we don't really want to talk about. Now, we do that because we have our defense mechanisms. We have our, our ways of protecting ourselves because maybe we've been hurt before and we don't want to get hurt again. So, But we still want to connect right? So it doesn't really go together. We don't want to get hurt again, but we don't want to connect. You can't have love without the potential for pain. And it's necessary to understand how those things work in your mind and in your body so that you can communicate vulnerably, appropriately what your primary feelings are and concerns so that your partner actually gets the message that you're trying to send. Because what kind of conversation and response are you inviting if you are to text someone, oh, well, what have you been doing all day? 
Well, that invites defensiveness. Now you're in a negative cycle where you're on a roller coaster ride of emotion going back and forth, and your message was never actually uh, received by whoever you were trying to give it to, and it triggered their primary fear, and now they're defensive um, and they're in fight, flight, or freeze mode, right? So the whole point of that is to be able to create a new cycle, a healthier, um, more productive cycle for people to interact so that you can actually get your needs met, which is what you're trying to do in the first place, which is what I'm trying to do in the first place, which is what we're all trying to do, right? No one is exempt from this. So when I say these things, I'm also talking about myself because I'm always trying to go deeper and understand the things that are underlying you know, my ways of being and how I interact with people. I know that I have a tendency to be more passive, to not ask for my needs to be met. And then I can have resentment because I'm mad that someone didn't meet my needs, but I also wasn't clear in communicating what my expectation was. And so me knowing that helps me to avoid um, having that resentment or allowing anger to grow within me and poison me because of what I could have chosen to do differently. And then I can communicate that to people. I communicate it to bosses. I communicate it to friends and my partner. And I say, hey, like, this is how I feel. And sometimes you don't notice until after the fact. So you may have to go back and correct and say, you know what? On Tuesday, I was a little cranky and um, this is where it's coming from. I just wanted to make sure that I, you know, touched base with you on that. And that's okay. But when you evolve and grow your awareness more and more, you'll be able to just interrupt those things occurring in the first place, or at least be able to do it in the moment as it's happening um, so that you don't have as many issues, right? Now, it's much easier said than done, but everything starts with awareness and knowledge. And so that's why I bring this up. I am pretty sure conflict intimacy was something that I learned in school. But then when I tried to look it up, I couldn't find anything on it. So um, so I really wanted to make sure to talk to you about that because I feel like it's something that comes up pretty often when I'm working with people um, because we will miscommunicate or we'll send mixed signals. That's why we say, oh, well, they're sending me mixed signals, mixed messages, right? And that's because we are bid- we need a bid for connection or we're exhibiting a bid for connection, but we're unable to express and communicate our actually primary need so that we can get it met. And so I hope that that helps for you to go deeper into yourself, to better understand yourself, to go deeper into your partner. Maybe now you know why people talk to you the way that they do or why your partner says certain things to to you the way that they do. It's because they want to connect with you, but maybe they just don't know how. Maybe they're working on that skill right now, and maybe you can have a little bit more empathy and grace for them in that process. And maybe you can ask them like, hey, you know, um, What's going on? Do you feel like this? I want to. I don't want to make assumptions about it. We call it perception perception checking. Sorry. And so you can check your perception of how someone else is responding to you or interacting with you by saying, "This is what I'm gathering from what you said. Is that is that true? Are you mad at me? Is there some? Did I do something? You know? And interrupting yourself from getting into that cycle with someone. So someone might throw a, "Oh, you don't miss me." And you have the opportunity to respond from your fear-based response or your love-based response. And the more that you choose the love-based response, the less turmoil at least you'll have. The other person might have turmoil. You're getting to control everybody, okay? 
But you can know and rest assured that you did your best to be genuine and authentic and vulnerable enough to to respond in a way that was as productive and healthy as you knew you could at the time. Nobody's perfect. We're all working on it. We're all a work in progress. But knowledge is power. And that's what my hope is to empower you with the information that I share Make sure to ask any questions that you might have to follow up by sending me a DM or an email. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it so that you don't ever miss an episode. Join the email list because I always add additional resources when I send emails out and leave a five-star review because guess what? That helps to share this information with more people, okay? And I will talk to you next time, Gems. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.